Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to week 13 on the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. You can call it week 13, call it week 35. It is what it is. The week, Jets, week 1,000, it feels like. Just the same story over and over. The Jets are the exact disaster that everyone said they were. Uh, I am not one of the people that said they were going to be this disaster, but I was told. This is the same old Jets. And everybody was correct. Um, we are streaky as hell. We go from winning three in a row to losing three in a row to winning three in a row to losing three and oh. And now it seems like we're back in the slump, back in the dumps in unbelievable fashion, Greg. I mean, we couldn't even muster an episode after Black Friday. There was no reason for it. I mean, it was all doom and gloom everywhere from everyone. Nobody wanted to hear it. We had Thanksgiving with our families. I'm on the West Coast. Uh, we go from the butt fumble to the pick six Hail Mary, which, you know, revision is history, right? Uh, everyone's saying, what a stupid play, what a stupid play. It's never been, it never happened that a Hail Mary goes back for a pick six. It's never happened. Like, I, I, feel, like, I feel like the play was fine. I, I thought it was a good call. Uh, I, I thought there was a pass interference. I also know that's all I said. They'll never get that pass interference in 10 million years. Which I agree with. I mean, this is this is a New York Jets week. We kind of just have to get with the program here. I mean, Greg, I, I went to a Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego game out in SoFi here, Sunday Night Football, uh, Ravens Chargers. I mean, this team is is the Jets. I mean, like like you have to at yeah. some point just accept it. Like all the fans there accepted it, but it's different because it's nice out, it's indoors, it's California, it's different. Right, we're freezing, we're cold, and it's way more money to go to MetLife Stadium and watch the Jets. But the Chargers are the same thing. I mean, so it, you know they, they're not getting rough in the passer calls. You know, when their quarterback is getting hit on the sideline, they're getting ridiculous turnovers every time they're moving the ball. We're just one of those teams right now, and it really sucks. It really sucks, and it took me this long to finally get there. But here we are, man. We're it's Wednesday, November 29th. The the the, the taste in our mouth is from Black Friday. It looks like we're out of the playoffs. But then on the other side, like another half of the bus, we have three offensive linemen coming back this week. We have Aaron Rodgers in practice in a, in a red jersey. We have Incredible. the Falcons who absolutely suck coming into town. We have a desperate New York Jets team on offense, on defense. And honestly, the fans, the fans are going to be desperate on Sunday. Like, like two bad drives. I mean, this can get ugly quick. What's up, Greg? Like, what is your take? Well, how do you, do you still have the bad taste in your mouth? Like, are you, which side of the bus are you on? Like, how do you, how do you feel right now? I mean, I'll tell you how I'm feeling right now, Greg. I mean, I was down in the dumps. Like, like I was, like I've been saying, I didn't want to hear. I was so excited about Black Friday. I thought we're finally going to get this, you know, this taste out of our mouth with the Thanksgiving stuff. We beat the Eagles. This is our year. Like, we're going to finally start, you know, mending some, some wrongs, but no, Black Friday, awful primetime games, terrible this year. And all of a sudden, I'm back because we're playing Desmond Ritter this week. There's a chance that we could be playing the Texans in two weeks with some real wild card implications, as crazy as that sounds, at home. And Aaron Rodgers all of a sudden is in practice. I mean, Greg, am I allowed to admit this in public? I'm, I'm, I'm nervous that you might send me to, to an asylum. I, I bought Jets. Commanders tickets today. I literally purchased them with my, with, with money 
God bless I, I don't you. know. I don't know what to do. Yeah. It's Christmas season. It's Christmas Eve. I, I purchased that ticket. I, I don't know why, uh, I, but I did. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, you know, you're... I, I really true. I really do believe it. Like, you're just a... One of the most optimistic Jets fans that I've ever met. You were telling me two weeks ago that we were going to beat the Bills and, you know, play for Miami for the division. We're going to beat them. We're going to be at the top of the division. None of that could be further from the truth. I tried to warn you, but that's okay. That's who you are. That's who I am. So no, I don't have a bad taste in my mouth because I, I'm out. I, I'm totally out on the Jets team. I'm out on the Jets. I'm out on the Jets. Dude, what's the only thing that's making me crazy about this Jets team, this Jets organization are the Jets. Twitter people and Jets content creators. Like I've, I'm off of Twitter. I don't care anymore. People on there just, I'm convinced like 90% of people just don't watch football. They don't know what they're talking about. Talking about Tim Boyle is going to be better than Zach Wilson. We have to give it a chance. We have to give it a shot. That's just not true. And I know you watch college football. I know we watch a lot of NFL games besides the, just the Jets. Anyone could tell you if you have two, if you have a, a like just a little bit of common sense that Tim Boyle is not going to be better than Zach Wilson. He went to Eastern Kentucky. For those playing at home that don't know, Eastern Kentucky is an FCS school. That's not real football. That's not, he can't play at a D1 level. So why is this guy who can't play at a D1 college level? going to come in and be a better quarterback than someone that went to BYU, who I've said from the beginning, I don't like pe- drafting people from like not Power 5 schools, not Power 5 conferences, because they don't play in real competition, and it's tough to adjust to the NFL level when you don't play SCS and Big Ten teams and SEC teams and Pac-12 teams, and instead you're just out there playing whoever. It's tough. It's tough to adjust. It's tough to make a difference. And what happened? We tried out Tim Boyle. Who let 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 Tim Boyle all this stuff? Let Tim Cook all this stupid stuff these content creators come up with, and it's all just nonsense because they don't know what they're talking about. He sucks. He's terrible. I knew he was gonna be terrible. I don't know how you thought he was going to be anything but terrible. He can't he can't step onto a field. So, I mean, I mean, the, the reason no. the reason is he, he's keep he's keeping the language uh, with Hackett. He's kind of he's kind of setting the team up for Aaron Rodgers, whenever that may be, whether it's this year or next year. He he is getting them ready. I mean, let me ask you this: you you forget confidence of whether or not you thought the Jets were going to score, which is the saddest question I think I have to ever utter out loud. Were you confident in every possession when he threw the ball? Honestly, I was. He was throwing in rhythm. I it, it didn't look to me like. Those balls were going to be intercepted, which is honestly a lot of the times when the Jets are throwing the ball, I feel like it's going to be a turnover. I didn't feel like that with Tim Black. I feel like he knew the offense. And let me tell you one thing that I really did notice, and this wasn't feel. This was fact. Go look at the clock every time Tim Boyle was out of the huddle versus every time Zach Wilson was out of the huddle. I mean, he had 20 seconds regularly to diagnose the play, change it up, do something. Every time Zach Wilson had the ball, there's five seconds left. Like we barely, he's, he's slapping his hand just to get the ball snapped. Forget changing the play. Forget reading the defense. I really do think that makes a big difference. I don't because we can't score. We, if, if we come out of the huddle with five seconds or we come out of the huddle with 20 seconds, it's pretty clear we can't score the football. 
So that's what I'm saying. Like we, we, we start coming up with all these things about what Tim Boyle does well. How, oh, he knows a hundred percent. He beats Aaron Rodgers in tests on stuff like blah, 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 blah. There's a reason why they drafted Jordan Love. Tim Boyle was there and they drafted Jordan Love. You know why? Because Tim Boyle can't play football. Like we all, like everyone knows that, but Jets fan, you know who else can't play football, but I don't want to get into it. Joshua Dobbs. And I don't know how many games he has to throw four interceptions for people to realize that he was one in seven this season. He stinks. He's not good. So this, like, they just, they just keep making up stuff. Like Robert Sala should be fired because he keeps going with Zach Wilson. Yeah. Cause there's no other option. It makes no sense what these people are talking about. So, you know, it, like I said, I'm off of the Twitter stuff because it just drives me so crazy. It's people want, people want, you know, Joe Douglas gone because he didn't draft well, blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, I don't know. I like the roster that we've constructed. I like the defense that we have. I think the offense, if healthy, could be good. But again, even with a healthy Aaron Rodgers, I've said it now for a month, I don't know how good he could be with this offensive line. The offensive line stinks. Tim Boyle gets no time. He, like, as bad as Tim Boyle is, if he had some time and could something could develop, maybe. I don't know if I necessarily agree with you about, like, I didn't feel like he, his balls were going to be intercepted. Like, I thought there were some dicey balls. I think he had a couple interceptions in the game. Like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't particularly love his decision making the whole game, but yeah, maybe stuff is coming out in rhythm and on time. That, that That's good, I guess. But it's like, what are we talking about here? We had absolutely no shot to win this football game from the, from, from the first snap of the ball. I see. I actually disagree with that. Like that part. I, I, I do think we had a chance to win this game. I think that, I think the back to back pick six has changed everything. I think throwing a pick six going into halftime and then. Deb having the ball coming out ruins the game. I think it's over. But before that, it was a game. It was one possession. That's what I'm saying. It's one possession game coming into second half. Like that, that's that's in my opinion, that's revisionist history. Like the the, 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 but the, the, but again, the, the one the one the one possession game was it was a pick six. Like how many pick sixes are we going to get in the second half, John, to keep it a close it was game? Four point game. It was four points. Like it was one possession. We can't score. We're versus the the high flying Miami offense, best offense in the world ever. We can't score. It's four point game. That's all. That's all. Like it's it. We're, we're, we could easily score. Or you just you, but listen to the sentence you said. You just said we can't score three times, and you said we could easily score. So like which yeah, we is could, it? We could yeah, we could score on, on on special teams. We could have a couple field goals, and that wins the game. I mean, that, yeah. that's where we're at. Yeah, that's where we're, that's where we're at. It's where we've been at since week one. It's tough. It's been frustrating. One of a couple games. We beat the we beat the Eagles. We almost beat the Chiefs. Or it would be the Denver Broncos. Like we're beating teams. Like we're, we don't have one win. And that's the whole, and that's the whole crux of it is we don't have one win because we're able to salvage. Like Morstead gets us. I know, I don't have to talk about our punter, but he's the one that gets in the field goal position. I know Xavier Gibson is the one, but listen, we lose games because of punts as well. We literally yeah. lost the game because of a punt return. It's the same thing. We lost the game because of a pick six. You know, the same reason you're saying, oh, the only reason we're in the game is because of pick six. We lost because of pick six. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? So, like, I I know I know it's so easy to just be so down on this team because no matter what, no matter what you say about how amazing our defense is, they're going to end up sucking by the end of every single game, by the end of every single year. I I, I totally get it because you just can't hold up. You're going to give up 30. I can't believe we give up like 34 points to the Dolphins. It feels like we give up seven points to them. Like, where did the thirty-four points come from? Like, you know what I mean? Like, for, like I, I, I don't. That's right. You know, that, 
I mean, yeah, that's just kind of where I disagree. Like, I, I feel like Miami was moving the ball well against us. I think they had multiple people with 100 yards receiving. Or Moser had 100 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Like, dude, they were kicking our ass all day. Like, yeah. Tyreek Hill had 100 yards and six catches in the first half. That's See, I'm, I'm so happy you brought that up because we were getting crushed by Tyreek Hill. Yeah. He was doing everything he can to us. He was getting injured coming back. We were, we were doing, and we were in the game. Like, see, that, 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 that's where I'm at. Like, I know you said I'm so, I'm super optimistic and you're super realistic and, you know, that's where we're at here. You know, I was telling you we're going to win, we could win two games versus the Bills and the Dolphins and win the division. Yeah. That was the case. Like, that was actual fact. Like, if, if the Jets won two games in a row, we would have been on top of the division right now. Like, that's an actual fact. Right. It yeah, happened. but it's just like it's just like saying like John, if you ran for president and got more votes, you would be president. Like that's a fact. Okay. Like it's, okay, it's, but it's an impossibility. Okay, but it's not an impossibility because we beat the Bills before this year. Like with no Aaron Rodgers, we beat we beat them, and then this year <laughs> on a pun return on a pun return touchdown. Like how, that's what I'm saying. Like how how dependable or how repeatable is just beating people with special teams touchdowns? Like I don't see a lot of NFL teams. Winning games on special team touchdowns and defense. I mean, we lost the game. We lost the game based on that this year. And also, I'm telling you, we lost based on a pick six in the first half. Like after that pick yeah. six in the first half, the game was over, and that's a crazy play. Yeah. I, like I, I, I'm, I'm just saying, there are crazy plays because the Jets suck. I agree, they're not yeah. a conventional team. Like we're not going to just go down. Like like we are the only team in the NFL, Greg, that has not scored a touchdown on the opening drive. We're the only team that's only got a field goal, the, and that just happened like two weeks ago. We know we're the, we're the worst third down team since the fifties. We're the worst uh, scoring team, I think, since the seventies. Like we are obviously a bad offensive team. However, we're still winning games, and that's what's insane. Like that's what I, I, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around. Like we've talked, we tend not to care, which is fine, but we tend not to care about the the, the minor details when everything blows up in our face, right? Like. When the Jets get crushed on Black Friday, that's all you could think about. We don't have to think about that the, the the game was in play. We don't have to think about you know that Mackay Becton wasn't even playing. Like who who was our left tackle last week? Like you know, like, like that's a trivia our question, right? Like we don't we don't have a left tackle. We don't have a right tackle. Like the only thing now that we don't even care about is that our center is having an amazing season. Our rookie center from Wisconsin, you know, Mr. Titman, who was injured. Like we don't even care about that because it's such a minor details. We're like freaking out that we suck with. Our fourth string quarterback, and we can't score points. Of course, we can't score touchdowns consistently with our fourth string quarterback. Of course, like, uh, of course, we can't score. But this week, right? We have Beckton back. We have West back. We have Billy Turner practicing. Like, no more Chris Glazer nonsense. Like that was two weeks ago. You know, last week we don't have a left tackle. It was nonsense. Like, I'll give you that, but it was two weeks ago. It's great. Like, was who was our left tackle, Greg? Like, you know, like we like Hard we were in. Carter Warren, our rookie from Pitt, who yeah. wasn't even supposed to play. Like, that's where our left starting left tackle is. So, yeah. I, I, like, those are the minor details that I'm concerned with. Like, that's why we shouldn't have even been in the game. Tim Boyle, Carter Warren. Like, just those two. Forget, forget any, you could have literally put them on the Hall, Hall of Fame team. I'm pretty sure that's an L. Like, the, that's, yeah. that's what I'm I saying. agree. So, that's why, that's why I thought we were going to lose by 20. But we were in the game in the first half, right? That's that's exactly my point. Yeah, oh, you, yeah, you and I, we can we can spin we wheels on this all if day. We need the ball. If we need the ball, it's not a contest in the second half. It's going to go exactly the same. We need the ball. We're up four. They get the ball first. It's the same we, game. 
we hadn't scored a touchdown in like 50 drives. I'm not saying we're going to win. I'm not saying, but I'm saying it's going to look the same. Like they're just going to come walk all over us in the second half. Like obviously the whole, the whole defense changed. You, you think the defense didn't change? You don't think the whole complexion of the New York Jets changed after that score? Like forget the offense. I'm not saying we're going to come out and all of a sudden score 21 and figure out how to play football. I'm just saying you think we're going to get smacked like that? Like Raheem Mostert is going to walk all over us? I think there's a chance that they come out here and score a touchdown in the third quarter and then it's, what is it? Then it's 20, then it's 17 6. 11 points. 11 point then game. Then 17 6. And then all of a sudden, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I don't, I don't like, I, like, 11 point game to me, watching the Jets this season like is, uh, it could be, it could be 150 to zero. That's true. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, we, like, the, the point of a football game is to score more points than the other team, and we cannot score points on offense. Those are two facts of statement. That is not yeah. – you can't contest it. Yes, you went through the whole soliloquy about how we're the worst offense in 50 years. I agree. We don't score – so we don't score points. The object of the game is to score more points than the other on team. Offense. Therefore, on offense, on offense the, right, therefore, we are going to lose – like we're it's not like I don't I don't offense. feel like I'm making crazy logical jumps in saying those three things. I agree, but the craziest part is we're in the game. That's what I'm saying. I agree, but we're the never in the game. That's that's where touchdown. that's where you and I. That's where like that's like it's like watching the Titanic and in the first hour being like the ship's doing fine. Like oh, the dude, the ship's <laughs> no, doing fine. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, this ship is flowing right down the Atlantic, dude. Like, we're set. We're set. We don't score points. The object of the game is to score more points. Like, we're never in the game, John. That's what I'm trying to say. I know you keep saying we were in the game. It was 10-6. But we were never in the game, dude. The Titanic always sinks. I mean, it we, we have wins. We have wins, so that's why I can't. I, yeah, I mean, it has, it's been there. five. It's been five weeks since we got a win, but we have some wins. Yes, we went on a streak. We the only team to beat the Eagles. I know we that's the Eagles, that like twenty five years We're ago. That's Jaylen, crap. The, fu- the future MVP's worst nightmare is Zach Wilson in the Jets. I don't know. What to, I don't know what to say. Like, yeah, we I'm, won some games. I'm just letting you know. I 100 percent agree with you, and that's why I have some sort of optimism in this team because we literally do not score often. The whole point of the, of, of the game is to score offensive touchdowns. We don't do that yet. We somehow are always in the game, or we somehow win. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, that's what that is literally my point. Like, I agree with you. But yeah. we were in that game in the first half, and we can't score a damn touchdown. Like that's what's that's what's blowing my mind. Like that's that's where I can't reconcile right now in my brain. Right, like every game should be like that second half of the Dolphins game, in my opinion. Every game should be thirty-five-zero from the start, like no shot. Like th- that's how every game should be. But what's killing me is we're in this freaking game. We're always in the damn game. We're losing to a punt. We're losing because we can't field. We're losing to a pick six at the end of the first half. Like that, Greg. That's what it is. I, like that. That's the best way I could explain it because I know we suck. I know that Tim Boyle and Carter Warren. We should have negative points. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be zero. We should, it should be negative right. somehow. Like w- w- with Chris Glazer in, it should be negative points, and it basically almost was versus the Bills, right? True. So, so, I know. I, I penalties by Michael Clements, like insane. Like every weeks? game. How many weeks in a row? How many weeks in a row? The, the team is so on this false starts. Like you know. Carter Warren, your boy, like everything, everything happened last yeah. game. Alan Lazard, healthy scratch. Like, what are we, what are we doing? Right. So let's, which I think was good, by the way. I don't know if we touched on that or not. I think that was good. I think that sends a message to some of these guys like, Hey, dude, 
if you're out there, I mean, I was talking about it when the play happened. Like, Alan Lazard is just out there lollygagging. He's just not playing hard. Maybe it's an injury that's lingering that he's not talking about. I don't know what it is. But, dude, you got to <laughs> – if you're anyone of value on this team with where we're at right now, you have to give 110%. Like, you have to play as hard as you can. That's why I kind of, like, still through all of this stuff about Garrett Wilson fumbling the ball. Sucks that he fumbles the ball. I do believe Garrett Wilson, like, believes and loves his team and is trying 110%. Like, I think he's out there on every route trying his hardest to make something happen. And it's backbreaking when he fumbles and it sucks when he drops it. And it's happened more this year than it did last year. But I believe he's trying. Alan Lazard, I did not believe was trying. And that's why the healthy scratch to me was completely fine. Because the young guys in there, Gibson, Brownlee, they were actually trying. That sends a message. Yeah. And it sends a message to everyone because Lazard was here for Boyle. Like, this is his offense. He's here for Rodgers. So that's a big message. And number two, with the tryhard, I love that you said that, Greg. There's two things that come to mind. Number one, Aaron Rodgers in the building. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers in the building 71 days after he tore his Achilles. Like, crazy. Go into practice. Like, you better try on <laughs> every single snap you have, and you better be grateful that you have those snaps. Like, those yeah. have to be your thoughts, you know, when you're in the building around him. Second of all, I want to get your thoughts here. And it's you mentioned Garrett Wilson. I'm over it. I'll get over to Garrett Wilson. He pissed me off last game as well. Brees Hall. Getting a little bit of smack talk from Coach Sala. Everyone's saying Coach Sala, too easy on his guys. We should fire him because of that. Now we have Coach Sala a little, maybe too hard on our superstar. Say Brees Hall's nice and everything, but he's got to get his head down and get those extra yards. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, it's, it's tricky because it's like what makes Brees Hall so special is him like having that patience, trying to find a hole and trying to break a home run. Kind of embellish now that you say that. Yeah, and, and and people people say that, and I agree with that. You know, to some extent, I think he's got to do it for a while to get in that you know realm. But that definitely that style of running where he he puts his hand on the guy, he slows it down, he speeds it up. You know, he does his thing, and and you don't want to like you don't want to like coach that out of a superstar. And Brees Hall certainly has the potential to be a superstar in this league. With his speed and size and everything they bring, you know, he brings to the table mentality and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, part of it, I think, is messaging from Salah. And I think it's something that we've said on this podcast too. I think I just said a few minutes ago, like, this is this type of season where you have to just fight for two extra yards. You have to give 110%. If you are someone that could bring something to the table, like Brees Hall brings a lot to the table, maybe every play doesn't need to be a 50 yard touchdown. Maybe. Some of these, maybe these, instead of getting in third and sixes, we could be in third and threes here and we could, you know, have a better opportunity. So it's tough because it's a fine line because what makes him so special is the home run ability. So I don't want to say like just stop doing that altogether and just die for three yards every time you get the ball. Like, yeah. um, and if he's hurt, I'm, I'm going to be devastated, especially after this. You can't call him out and he gets hurt. I'm going to be devastated. That's my biggest thing with all this, dude. And like, you know, with Aaron Rodgers coming back, it's all exciting and everything. I really don't think he's going to play it all this year, which is completely fine in my opinion. Let's talk about that. Let's talk my, about that. Yeah. Oh, my ahead. thing with all this stuff is I just need everyone to stay healthy. Like Makai Becton going down scares the living piss out of me. Like that scares me. Like Brees Hall, every time he gets tackled, my, my breast stops for a second. Like just don't be hurt. Garrett Wilson having some weird thing going on with his elbow or. 
wrist his forearm or, or whatever like that. It's a little nervous. I, like, think, I feel know. like he has a UCL. By the way, that's my guess is he has a UCL and he's going to get it taken care of in the offseason. He's going to have a minor surgery in the offseason. That's, and that's fine. Like it just gives me, it just gives me vibes of like Elijah Vera Tucker where it was like last season where it was like some, like he hurt his elbow and then afterwards it's like actually he's out for the season with the triceps. Like, wait, what? Like, what are we talking about here? So yeah, I just need everyone to stay healthy. That's my biggest thing right now because I really do believe this season is over. I think we should tank. I think we should move on and play for next season and we should be just as hyped as next season as we were this season because this off season was the best offseason I've ever had as a Jets fan. And I'm ready to do it again. I mean it'll be a better it'll be a better off season and it'll be more optimistic. Honestly, if it just ended right now, if we tank if we lost every single game. Yeah. And got there. I agree with you. But to be honest with you, Greg, I mean I, I said this a couple weeks ago. I literally told you even if we lose to the Bills, yep. even if we lose to the Dolphins, the season's not over. Until we lose to the Falcons. I, yep. I said that. I, I did not change my mind there. If we lose to the Falcons, season's over. Wrap it up. And I don't think we should play another game. However, Greg, it's we're going to beat the Falcons. Yeah. Season we're back beat on. Desmond Ritter. And it's going to be a big home game against the Texans. Like, it's going to be a big home game for the wild card. You win that game. And I swear to God, the Jets are staring at a wild card spot. I mean, it's, it's insane. It's insane, but it's, just, it's disgusting. It's stupid. We would be in the NFC hunt right now. We'd be right. I'm just letting you know. It just is what it is. Like, that's a fact. And yeah. you have Rodgers there. So it's like, I know it's the Dolphins, December 17th. Like, say, you know, you win, you beat Atlanta and you beat the Houston Texans, which both seem impossible right now. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy with Aaron Rodgers looming. Anyway, it's one game at a time. I really honestly do think the Jets are going to beat the Atlanta Falcons this week. They are, they have, do you think the Jets are having a problem? This is the Southern Jets. I mean, they have a good defense. They have no idea what to do at quarterback. The coach one week is the best coach ever. The next week they want to fire him. The next week is the best coach ever. The next week they want to fire him. Everybody loves all, they love the running backs. They love the tight end. They love the special, they love the wide receiver, Drake London. They love everybody, but just can't come together. Yeah, I mean, this is the Southern Jets. They lose the most ridiculous games. They should be way better. Everybody loves them more. They take running backs in the first round. I mean, this <laughs> tight ends in the first round. I mean, this is it. This is them. They're going to come into MetLife in the cold, and they're going to lose to the Jets. And Jets are going to be optimistic, and we're going to be spinning the wheel, talking about Aaron Rodgers. When is he coming back? 14 days left in the window. And here we are staring at the Texans with the, the season on the line. I mean, yeah, I don't know about you guys. I'm, I had a terrible fantasy, mostly in all my leagues, and I'm officially in the playoffs. Whether or not it's playoffs or not, it's it's playoffs for me in fantasy. It's playoffs for the Jets right now in real life. You lose this game versus the Falcons, Greg. You shut down Brees Hall. Honestly, you shut yeah. him down. You shut him down. I don't care that easy sit. You shut him down. You mm-hmm. shut shut down Garrett Wilson. He has a UCL injury. You shut him down. You play Ruckert, right? You just leave him. Beckton is is tricky. Because Beckton's not on our team next year as, as it stands, right? So are you going to franchise tag him? Do you want to keep him healthy? Like, do you, what, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. I don't, that's, that's a difficult one for me. Yeah. Bryce Hall, right? Like, you figure, you start figuring that out. Like, I agree with you, man. I would start figuring the things out and getting ready for next year. You, yeah. you kind of got the season up. But the question is, and I have to ask you, 
do you still think Aaron Rodgers comes back? And it would purely be for selfish reasons. And honestly, the fan base would be so against it because number one, we'd be better. So we could be good for going for a win. And two, he's risking it. But it's, it's kind of for him to just say, I'm the man, comeback player of the year. And look what I did. Like, what, 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 what are your real thoughts there? I mean, you can't tell him no. I wonder if he would come out if we, if we know if, if it's not playoff contention anyway. But what are your thoughts there? Mr. Number eight. I think there's a chance he comes back and plays one game just to say that he did it. Maybe it's the last game of the season at the Patriots. Maybe it's the last home game against Washington in late December, right before Christmas. Um, Christmas Eve, it would be I mean, the fastest. What kind of idiot would buy that ticket, Greg? What kind of idiot? I know. It would be insane. It would be <laughs> insane. Um, <laughs> it, it would be the fastest comeback of an ACL injury of any player ever in the history of the NFL, and he's 40 Achilles. years old. I wish it was Achilles. an ACL. Yeah, Achilles, yeah. Um, he's 40 years old. It would be absolute incredible feat. I think part of the reason why he's doing it is just to say that he did that, prove everyone wrong. Um, which is fine, which is cool, but I think it absolutely does no impact on, you know, the future of the season and where we stand. And I don't think it really has an impact. Like he's talking about, like, if we're in playoff contention, maybe I'll play, you know, this and that. It's like, I think he's going to play maybe a half against one of these teams just to say that he did it, check it off the list, fastest guy ever to come back from, from the injury, and then shut it down for the rest of the season. Right, how about if, this? If we, have, if we have four wins by week, you know, 15. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, how about this, though? We beat the Falcons. Somehow, some way, by accident, beat the Texans, avenge the loss from last year. Do you think he comes back versus Miami? That's, I mean, that is the third week. But the problem with that, Greg... Is is a short week right after? I mean, the guy we, we we have a Thursday night primetime game versus maybe Flacco and the Browns. I mean, who knows? But I'm scared of that D line. Well, no, it's it's, it's a full week. It's at the Dolphins, full week to the Commanders, and then a short week against the Browns. Oh, sorry, okay, I got that messed up. So okay. yeah, maybe, maybe you know, oh, yeah. maybe he does. If, we, if we we're sitting at six wins and we're in eighth place in the AFC and. You know, there's only a couple teams ahead of us that have tough rest of the schedules. I, I really depends on how it, I. For me, I wouldn't risk it because it's like, like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah, what's the point? Yeah, and I get it. Maybe if we sneak in and we're the seventh seed in the AFC, and he's a hundred percent healthy and good to go, and our offense is clicking, and we're putting up thirty points a game, and our defense is humming, and no one's hurt. Like, yeah, like we, we can make a run, but the problem is it's not going to happen because we're on our fifth string left tackle and our fourth string right guard and our second string center. Okay. And our well, string right tackle. So Billy Turner, you talk about West coming back. Yeah. We have Justin Hardy coming back too. Also limited practice. We didn't talk about that. Our special team has been lacking since Justin Hardy left. Let yeah. me just name the teams that are ahead of us for two spots. I'm going to leave the Steelers out of this. Okay, I'm going to give the Steelers the, 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 the top ball card spot, okay? Okay. So there's two spots here. We got the Colts, who mm-hmm. have Minshew and Taylor's out. We have the Texans, who are about to play. Really good team. Broncos, who we beat. Bills, split. Bengals, no quarterback. Raiders beat us, but there's one win ahead of us. Then we have Chargers, who beat us, same record. Titans, no quarterback, same record. I mean, listen, it, 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 it is far-fetched. I think all but one of those teams is better than us. 
The Titans are worse. The Bengals. I would say Titans, Bengals, Broncos. Don't care. Broncos. No, that that's you think uh, we Broncos. You think we we think we replay the Broncos? They beat us thirty to ten. They've won five games in a row, including like being like three of the best teams in the AFC. I know, I know. I've been watching, but I still don't, I don't know. Something about these Broncos team, I still don't trust them. I think they're fraudulent. Oh, I think they're uh, they're they're alive and well. I like them. My my brother in law was saying he put a future in on uh them to win the Super Bowl. I kinda I don't know if I like the Super Bowl, but maybe the AFC. So you think they're gonna beat the Texans this week? Yeah. I think they could. And then the Chargers the week after? I know we're kinda of off the rails here. Yeah, uh, definitely. Okay. So that so so if you bump up if you bump them up, Broncos then, are the second best team in the division in their division right now. Like the Broncos are legit after starting this starting the season one and six or whatever one and five. Okay, so let's let's. I know we're getting a little bit off the rails here, but let's bump up the Broncos here. So we're only fighting for one spot. Okay. Okay, and that's Browns with no quarterback. DTR is on concussion. They have Joe Flacco. Yeah. Okay. They have no quarterback. Please, please, someone agree with me that the Browns are not better than the Jets. We have the Colts with no Taylor. They sucked without him. I know Moss had a good uh, game. They didn't win games. Uh, okay. I think they still Texans, did. I think, I think they won three. I think they won three of their six games without him. That's, all right. I'm, I, I don't, I, I'm okay with this. And Richardson was playing with those. I'm, they lost all of them with Minshew and, and Moss, right? No, the the their third win of the season was against the Titans at home. They guarded Minshew and Zach Moss. Zach Moss ran for two touchdowns and a hundred something yards. Okay, yeah, that was a Titans game. That was uh, that was the first Levis game. Oh, no, the second, Levis their their second win of the season, their fourth game of the year. They beat the Ravens on the road in their in Baltimore with Gardner Minshew and Zach Moss. Zach right. Moss had one hundred and twenty five yards. Gardner Minshew. Right, so we got the Colts up there. The Texans have to by virtue lose two games, right? They would have to lose this week, like you said, to the Broncos. And they have to lose versus us, so we'd be virtually tied with them. And we'd have the tiebreaker. Yep. All right, so we'd be above the Texans. Broncos are right there. We have the tiebreaker over them. We just have to tie them. I'm just saying it's a lot. The Bills have a ridiculous schedule. You said we're better than the Bengals. We're alive here, man. We're alive here. I'm telling you, we're alive. Like, I'm staring at the schedule. I'm just, I'm just looking at the teams ahead of us. I'm just looking at. Yeah, the and that's why I love doing this with you, John. You're the only person I think I I know that would look at the 15th place team in the conference and be like, "Hey, we can make the playoffs." It's. Po- I mean, I don't know what to tell you. It's possible. <laughs> yeah, like I like I'm saying, anything is is statistically possible. No, the Patriots it, it, are out. What do you mean? Patriots cannot make it. Patriots why can't cannot they? make it. Titans, Titans cannot make it. By, by your logic, I don't get why the why the Patriots can't. The Patriots they have, have, they have half the wins the Jets have. Half of them. Like you're so upset about the Jets, they have half the wins. But if they get two wins, they're tied with the Jets. Yeah, if they if they win out, they're gonna have they're gonna have eight wins. That's not enough. That's why. But if That's we win out, we're gonna have ten wins, dude. What are you talking? That's a good like. Yes, dude. I don't. Not saying the Jets are gonna win out, but I'm saying like you're, the fact that you're saying it's out of the playoffs is crazy. The teams ahead of us suck. Like I, I don't get why the Browns and Joe Flacco have this immaculate chance of 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 getting to the promised land here. Like does, they that have seven not make wins? Not with Joe Flacco. The, not with Joe the Jets Flacco. Have, the Jets have no wins with Tim Boyle. Like we can do this all day. Like what are we talking about? 
Yeah, but that's why you're saying there's no chance, and it's crazy. But you were saying that this Flacco team is good to go. I've watched Joe Flacco play football. Like, I'm not many, saying they're good to go. I'm just saying they're they're they've doubled the amount of wins. It's the same thing that you're saying yeah. the Patriots. And I think they're gonna the amount of wins with us. I, I'm not saying the, I'm saying the Browns have a, a good chance of making the playoffs. You have to get ahead of them. I think they're gonna start losing. You're saying that you're asking me why why don't the Patriots have a good chance? I'm saying because they have half the wins. And no matter how much they get, they're not gonna get to ten. You gotta get to nine or ten wins to make the wild card. That's the number. That is the magic number. Nine or ten get to a wild card spot. The Patriots can't get there. I think the Jets could get nine wins. I don't think that's insane. It starts with this week. You lose to the Falcons, the, the, it's over. Right. You beat the Falcons, you beat the Texans, yeah, you're if alive. You, if you win out, you'll make, yeah, you will make the playoffs. You don't have to win out. You don't have to win out right now. You just beat the two all games. You have to do. All you have to do is beat the Bills and beat the Dolphins, no. and we'll be tied for first place. You're right. I forgot. Yeah, we lost that. those. We lost uh, those. And now, we those. after we lost those two, all we have to do is win six in a row. We're straight. No, we just got to beat the Falcons. We got to win we six in a row. got to beat the Falcons. You got to beat the Texans. And all of a sudden, you're staring at the AFC wildcard. That's just how numbers work. I mean, you want every team ahead of us to win every game. Denver has to beat the Texans. Texans I don't. I don't want anyone to win any games. I'm saying they're going to win games because they're better teams. Like, I, know, but I, I, I still understand. Like every every time we hop on a podcast, all you say is we have to win the next two games and we got a shot at making the playoffs. That's that, all you've been saying for a no. month, and we just I, lose every game. We've lost four in a row. But you're gonna hop on. We're gonna lose the next two games, and when when we get ready to play, I'm gonna look up it right now. I'm gonna mark it down right now. We're gonna lose to the Falcons. We're gonna lose to the Texans. When we play the Dolphins, you're going to come on here and say if we win the next four games, we'll, we can make the playoffs. Okay, yeah, let me know. I don't think that's uh, true. I don't think that's true. I think you're, I think you're definitely mischaracterizing, but that's fine. I, yeah. I, I, I speak nothing about facts. If we would have beat the Bills, we beat the Dolphins, we won in the AFC East. I told you that, that if that didn't happen, we lose to the Falcons. Season's over. I've been very realistic. I'm looking at the numbers. You're supposed to be the math guy here. You're not, the, and you tell me I'm the optimistic. I'm the emotional guy. Seems like you're the emotional guy. You're the one that's so pessimistic. It's over. We can't win. It's, but the numbers are there. The sentence you just said is, I'm looking at the numbers. I'm doing the math. If we win the next six games in a row, we can make the playoffs. No, you what win the math, two games. What math tells you? What math tells you that we're going to win six games in a row? We have to get to 10 wins. No, not this two games bullshit. Nine or 10 you wins. You said we need 10 wins. Nine you or 10 wins that. get to playoffs. Nine or okay. 10 wins get to So how do, you get to, how do you get to nine wins? Not two games, John. How do you get to nine wins? I think uh, I mean you want to pull up the schedule. I I, yeah, I think I would love to because right. I know I, the math. The Dolphins we have Dolphins four wins. Only, we have the four wins. Only so in order to get to nine, we, we need five more wins. Yeah, not That's the, the Dolphins is the only game the with no chance you. to win. The Dolphins is the only Jets game that should be a z- that should be no chance to win. So we're gonna win the other five games. You think it's you're I'm, 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 that, that it's possible, but nothing matters if you lose to the Falcons. You lose well, to the yeah, Falcons, nothing we matters. We can't win five games if we lose to the Falcons. You lose to the Falcons, nothing. Yeah, you, technically, ma- mathematically wise, you can, but it's not going to happen. You lose to the Falcons, it's over. But you, if you beat the Falcons, and like you said, Denver's going to beat the Texans, then yeah, because how is it that the Texans are all of a sudden the best team? They have this big shot to make it. If they lose to Denver, like you're saying, is is very very possible this week. Yeah. Then the Jets and Texans are playing. We have we have the same record. That's what I'm trying to say. And then we have the tiebreaker. So it's not all doom and gloom. I'm saying that's the math there. Like we can't say the Texans are the best team ever. Jets are the Jets. We should start tanking. Well, in, and then if you're saying in your scenario, Denver is going to beat the Texans this week, we're going to be virtually, we're going to be tied. 
But we're going to be talking for the 13th spot and only seven get in. Like you're, you're, you're coming. We're going to be tied. We're going to be tied for the 13th spot in the AFC. Who gives up? Who cares? Okay. All right. Who cares? All, right. All I'm saying is, according to your math, we need nine or ten wins. Yeah. There's only games left in the season. Or you get to nine games, we have to win five games. Yeah. The game we cannot win is against Miami, so we have to win the other five. Yeah. Okay. But nothing matters if we lose to the Falcons. If we lose well, to the Falcons, yes. the season's uh, yeah, over. Yeah, yes. If yeah. we lose to the Falcons, yeah. we can't win five games. So, yes. Yeah. Lose to the Falcons, season's over. Okay. 100%. 100%. I've been saying that. I've been saying that for three weeks. I mean, I did not make that up on the spot. No, I sure. You have been saying that. It's true. I mean, I, I, I understand it's optimistic to think the Jets are going to beat the Bills and Dolphins. I agree. But it was just a fact. Is this, is this what, is this where we were at? I didn't think, I thought it was crazy that the Jets were going to beat the Bills week one. And while what? I was sitting there in that, that stadium, I was, was like, there's 0% chance this is going to happen. 0% chance. I couldn't even speak in the first half. If you told me that we're going to win the game, there's no way. And then game. by the end of the game, I had no voice. That's how crazy of a game it was. I went from not being able to speak to no voice in a matter of 60 minutes. We should not have won. I, I, we should not have beat the Eagles, bro. That's insane. Zach was, we shouldn't have even been in the Chiefs game. We should sure. not have went into, onto the road and beat the Broncos. Like every game should have been the Dallas Cowboys game. Every game should have been the second half of this Dolphins game. I agree, dude. We, but we, we should have lost to the Giants. We should have beat the Patriots. Yeah. 99%, 99.99, according to ESPN. <laughs> We should have beat the Patriots. Like, I agree that these games are going out of control. Where my optimism comes from, we don't have to talk about the future. We, we delved into the schedule enough. My optimism comes from our offensive line coming back this week. We have Becton, hopefully a left tackle. We have uh, our actual offensive guard coming back. Who knows? I, I think, I think the Falcons, I think that, I think that Desmond Ritter is worse than Tim Boyle. I, I, been, I don't know what to say. I think he's crazy. Sucked. I, I think he's. I, I don't want. If you brought me to this team, if you brought Desmond Ritter to the Jets tomorrow, you said, "Yo, John, I'll give you Desmond Ritter, start for the Jets." I say, "No, thank you." Give me Tim Boyle, run hack his offense. Like, That's what I'm saying. I think- I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get away from Twitter trolls, and I'm doing a podcast with one. I hate Desmond Ritter. I, did, I hate Desmond Ritter. He sucks. Did Desmond Ritter play in the college football championship? Didn't he? Yeah, didn't with Georgia. Cincinnati make it? Oh, Cincinnati, right, right, Cincinnati. Yeah. Didn't Cincinnati uh, the make the college football championships? Wasn't he one of the top four teams of the country? He got wrecked. Tim Boyle couldn't even make the field at New Mexico State. <laughs> and if you don't understand the reference, I don't want to talk to you about how good Tim Boyle is or isn't. Shout out Auburn. <laughs> Smacked Auburn this week. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's nonsense about Tim Boyle knows the playbook. Tim Boyle, Tim Boyle. You're talking about a guy who made to the national championship playoffs is not as good as a guy who couldn't even play D1 football. I, I hate Desmond Ritter. I think the Jets are going to smack him this week. That's my stance. What's your score? 24... Oh, 24-13 Falcons. All right. I got... I think we get a touchdown. I got. I don't know how that's going to come. It's probably the defense special teams, but I think we do get a touchdown. Yeah, I got. I got twenty to thirteen Jets. Okay. Twenty thirteen Jets. Uh, no touchdowns for the Falcons second half. Yeah, that's kind of how I see this going. Uh, I would say the only touchdown is going to come off a Kyle Pitts. Just Kyle Pitts right down our face. Just tight end. Uh-huh. 
No, um, Bijan Robinson catching a ball and running for oh, something. That, oh, yeah, that could the be usual. The usual. That's what I'm saying. What's so yeah. crazy is what, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, to me, it's really become like a chicken and the egg thing. Cause every week we talk about what kills us as tight ends and running backs catching at the ball out of the backfield. And every week I feel like we're going up against a team that has a tight end and a running back to catch the ball out of the backfield. So is yeah. it that tight ends and running backs that catch the ball kill us? Or is it that's just what every team has and they're just really good? Like what came it, it might first? be what every team has, but also subsequently we can just not guard it. Also, like it's like, oh yeah, we'll just we'll just not be good at this with two things. It's not a big deal. We'll be good at everything else, but that's exactly what every team runs. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, all right, like I get that it's only two things. Like yeah, but we have the we have the lockdown corner though. Don't worry, we got the lockdown number one corner. Like yeah, but he plays zone and we just move the guy away. Like yeah, 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 yeah. but we got the number one corner though. We got the like all right, but we're just gonna like zone. We're gonna motion out the tight end. And just put him on the linebacker and just get five yards every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you see, you see, you read like Reed's really good at running quarterback. Like, I, right, I get it. But like, get all right, it. now you run back. So we're gonna try this crazy thing and just not throw to him. It's nuts. Yeah, it's wild. So like that. I mean, if you want to talk about what pisses me off as a Jets fan, that's what pisses me off. Is I know how to beat the team. You call me. Yeah. Call me. I'll tell you exactly how to beat the Jets, dude. You just motion yeah. out. Most of the running back and tight end, you just ISO them. Their card, Alvin Kamara, would absolutely destroy our team. <laughs> yeah, Dumb. I mean, Taysom Hill. Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill. Oh, my <laughs> God. I don't think Taysom versus the Jets. That would be the number one fantasy player in the week, no question. Yeah, Saints would beat us 100 to nothing, I think. <laughs> That's we what I'm saying. Go Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara. Imagine Alvin Kamara catching the ball 15 times against this team. Oh, my God. The whole team would smack us. Jamal Williams, like, running in. Or, uh, yeah, like, that, like I agree. Like, that's why I'm not, I'm not crazy. I don't think this team's immaculate. I agree. They're well, gritty and they suck. Yeah, we just have to win five out of our last six. We just got to beat the Falcons. Haven't won, haven't won a game in a month, but just got to win five out of our last six. We're all good. When we won three in a row, would you say, okay, easy, next three in a row is L's? Or would you be like, okay, maybe we'll win a couple? No, we know. We talked about it. I thought we were going to go two and one. That's what, that's what I'm saying. It's just revisionist history, man. We're just... We're yeah. all, as Jets fans, we're just so hurt because, because we don't just lose, Greg. We don't just lose games. Oh, no. We get pick six at, oh. at halftime in front of the world. Like, we don't lose. So I get it. It's not like I'm being, I get why. Like, we don't just lose on Thanksgiving. We, but we, we, we lose 21 points in 30 seconds with we'll the top it off with a butt fumble. Like, we don't just lose. We, yeah. we don't just get the quarterback and he's going to eventually get injured and it's going to mess up. No, no, no. It's the fourth play on national television on Monday Night Football. Like, that's the Jets, man. Like, I sure. get it, dude. It's so frustrating. I, 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 it's, it's insane. But you know what else the Jets do, dude? The Jets beat the freaking Atlanta Falcons at home. And if we give up another stupid touchdown to Tony Gonzalez, I'm going to freak out. All right. <laughs> I was there for that stupid game. I'm hoping I'm not going to, I'm hoping I'm not going to be at this game. I'm like praying I'm not going to be at this game. I hope something yeah. foreseen is not going to come up on Sunday that I'm not going to drag my stupid idiot butt head moron. John, don't do it to this game. <laughs> All That's right. The only you guys thing. do it. My cousins were going. Some of my cousins were going to the Black Friday game. I don't know how you guys do it, man. Dude, I'm so happy it was out at that Black Friday game. What a disaster! Disgusting. What an absolute disaster. I mean, listen, games the week the because of that, Greg. Season on the line. Jets Falcons. We made it to November. Let's see if we can make the. Oh, I mean, technically December football. Let's see mm. if we can make it past week one December football. We lose this week. Tank season's on. Real quick though, I can't believe the Patriots missed that kick. They're locked into number I three. I can. They're, no, they're locked into number three, huh? Yeah, they're gonna get Caleb Williams. No. 
No, it's going to be Caleb one, Drake May two. You think they're going to trade up? I would bet. I I, I don't know. If there, I was looking on FanDuel today to see if there's hair to see if there's uh odds for draft picks right now. I really think it's going to go Marvin Harrison one. No way do the Bears not take Caleb Williams. I think so. I, I, okay, I, I'll take. I'll, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to wage outside that because if that happens, Greg, we have to talk about stop stop watching football. If Marvin Harrison, first of all, if Marvin Harrison even comes out of comes out of college, which would be shocker shocker number one for me, honestly, I'm like I'm kind of like 60, 40, 40 him uh, stay. Caleb Williams was talking today about he's not sure if he's going to declare. No they make more money. They make more money in college. Yeah, I I I think Marvin might my, my, my I'm sixty forty I'm like eighty twenty with uh, Caleb. I would be eighty percent surprised if he ends up saying. Yeah. I'd only be sixty percent surprised if Marvin Harrison ends up saying. That that's kind of where I'm at. Last note, mm. gotta get this is Jets talks over. Severino to the Mets. Did that happen? Yeah, it just happened. One year deal. Why? I don't know. I don't know, Greg. What are your well, he thoughts? He sucks. He's terrible. <laughs> He's terrible. He's not good at baseball. He gets, hurt every, he gets hurt every season. One year, 13 mil. Great. Great. Maybe you could, maybe could pick up after the real pitchers. <laughs> Interesting. Can't believe Seve is no longer a Yankee. I can't believe Seve's a Met. That's weird. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. We just right. need to be going. We just need to be going after top prospects. Like I don't want to hear anyone talk to me unless it's Juan Soto or Shohei. You think Juan? You think Soto's going to be a Yankee? I don't know. I, I have no Soto, idea. I think Soto's going to be a Yankee. And I, I saw I saw stuff yesterday that he's going to be a Met. I saw stuff today he's going to be Yankee. I think my guess my guess is Soto to the Yankees, Otani to the Mets. And you or Otani to the Mariners, I, I, dude. If I'm Otani, I go to the Mariners. I, I just don't think they can afford him. Otani to the Mets, I think. I think Yamoto goes to the Yankees somehow, some way. I think we appease Stanton. Yeah, I don't know. We appease because it's the same uh, agent, right? So I think we appease Stanton by sending him to uh, San Diego or L.A., and so he's happy. And I think Yamoto ends up coming to the Yankees, and I just don't know if he's going to be that good as a Yankee. So we'll see. I just you know he's just one of those you know it'd be like you'll be all right he's not gonna be yeah. like the best pitcher ever that just seems like the total Yankee thing like just throw all the money at it it's just not uh, yeah, that, I know John Carlo had a, John Carlo's agent had some weird stuff to say about the Yankees so I don't know I, don't I know but that, that's why it's so interesting that's why it's so interesting mm-hmm. that it even came up I I wrote off Yamoto personally yeah. I was like okay there's no way now now it's oh it's very possible Yamoto's like top of the list for the Yankees I'm like okay they they saved the number for him. Very weird stuff. Weird stuff in baseball. Vipey just hopped in here. Vipey one shout out. Asked us a question. What do you think about Rodgers' potential comeback? Is it worth it? Vipey, we were saying that we don't think it's worth it. At least I was saying I don't think it's worth it. I, I think we got to save him for next year. I think that it really comes down to John and I had a lot of conversations in this episode. It really comes down to apparently this Atlanta Falcons game. It all is on the line for the Falcons. If we win... Against the Falcons, John believes the season's back on. I believe the season's over. And, uh, yeah, we'll take it from there. Um, not sure what else you think about, John, if you want to speak to it. 
No, no, I want to know everyone else's thoughts here. I want, I want to know everyone's thoughts. Viper, what do you think about the season for the Jets? Is it over? Should we just start tanking from now? Should we, does the, se- is the season continued on if we win? Are you scared of Aaron Rodgers re-hurting himself? I mean, I'm the number one guy to start screaming about K-Makers. K-Makers two years later towards other Achilles. I mean, it's scary out here. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, personally, I like, right, like we talked about, I, I think we, we should shut it down. I think if we lose to the Falcons for sure, Brees Hall should get shut down. Garrett Wilson should get shut down. Yeah. Lose to the Falcons, everyone shut down. Whoever we have contracted for next year, really got to sit down, especially with guaranteed money. I 100% agree with that. Yeah, but I'm interested in what, you know, Vipey thinks, what other fans think. So definitely leave us a comment. Let us know what you guys think. Twitter, Knicks, Jets, et cetera, or right here, right here on the YouTube channel because, uh, you know, Camden, what's going on? Just interested in what you guys think because it's so, Decisive. It's awesome to see him back. Don't get me wrong. I'm very excited that he was back practicing today. It's very cool to see him, you know, within two months come back from Achilles injury. That's so wild. He has a red jersey on. Yeah. I mean, dude, September 11th tears his Achilles. He's back before the end of November. It's a crazy sentence to say out loud. And uh, That's why stupid kids like me go buy tickets to the Washington Commanders Jets game, man. I don't know. What am I going to do? It would be a nice game for him to make an appearance. Last home game of the season. Get everyone excited for next year. I deserve it. I don't care. I I deserve to be at Jets, Commanders, fighting for a playoff spot, and Aaron Rodgers coming. I deserve it. On Christmas. That's what I deserve, Greg. Forget the fans. Forget the team. Forget everything. That's what John deserves. I don't care. I put in so much blood, sweat, and tears in this stupid team. I put so much money into this stupid team. So much time into this stupid team. that's That's what I... It would be nice on, on Christmas Eve before the family comes over, before everything at 1 p.m., just to watch Aaron Rodgers play football for the New York Jets and not get hurt. That would be incredible. Be the last miracle. thing here from Vipe, I want to see if Zach Wilson was really the problem or what exactly is the issue on offense. I'll tell you right now, man, it starts with the offensive line and ends with the offensive line. And we can complain about the quarterback and he could suck all we want. We can complain about the offensive coordinator. He could suck all we want. When Chris Glazer is your offensive lineman, when Carl Warren's your left tackle, when you've never heard of any of the offensive linemen and neither has the players and need, and sometimes they haven't heard of the quarterback, there's just no chance. If we haven't heard of the, if, if Brownlee is the one on your Hail Mary falling down and I'm sitting here complaining that it was an offensive, defensive pass interference on Brownlee, that's the, that's the issue with the offense is Brownlee. We can't even get a rough in the passer call. We're celebrating like on the Super Bowl. Because we got her off in the passer call first time in two years. Like that that's nice. old offense, man. It's 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 in the trenches. But this is my this is our last episode right here where we're gonna be on different tunes. Because either the season's back on or the season's over. We're gonna find that after this episode. There's no more wishy. Line in the sand game for the podcast. Is a line in the sand game. This is the true line in the sand game for the pod. The pod's whole, if we lose this game, we are in tank next season. Year. Yeah, we are right. We're ready for next season. We, we win this game. We are. All, I'm all the way back in. Let's go, Texas. I'll see you. I'll see you at the damn stadium. Yeah, we all lose right. this game. I'm going to start talking to you guys all about Joel and how we have to get him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, we're talking. Oh, yeah, we're talking about Michael Penix. We're talking <laughs> about the QB from Tulane. We're talking about a lot of things. Talk about third round, fourth round gets a QB from Tulane could be something. Shout out Pratt. Yeah, so we have a lot to talk about. But yo, thank you guys for joining us. 
Knicks, Jets, etc. I need Tulane, by the way. Just I know Winning Picks Weekly coming up. I think live we're recording here shortly. But go check out the podcast as well, Winning P Weekly on Twitter. Need Tulane in a big way this weekend, Championship Weekend. Oh, I need Tulane more than anything. <laughs> always need to, it's always it's always been Tulane. Come on, Michael, win it for the win it for the boys one time. Yo, we got we got another sub from my boy Vippy. Thank you. Sub to you guys. Seem cool. Yeah. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Hit us up. We'll see you guys. We out. Jets. Yes, yes, yes. We still alive, Greg. We're still alive. Statistically, we are. Blind in the sand, baby. I love that.